Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, which is, you know, it's been a different kind of a day because Jody is not here, which is it's different. You know, usually the three of us are, you know, gone at the same yeah, it's time. it's a contract right? dispute, so we're going to pay her more <laughs> or what? <laughs> and uh, so she's traveling, and she's... Uh, she's actually representing Murphy, Sam, and Jody at something kind of re- an industry-related kind of thing. Yeah, and so um, so we're just you know hanging out and uh, in our underwear, yeah, doing what we do. Uh, and so t- today's after the show podcast. I'm wondering, Sam, and I don't know if you've put any thought into this or not because I saw an article about it the other day that piqued my attention. As time goes on, I'm becoming more interested in electric vehicles. Oh, is it something that you've thought about, or would you? Uh, a vehicle, no, but <laughs> I have been <laughs> looking at elect- electric riding lawnmowers. Oh, really? Yeah, riding lawnmowers. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it doesn't. It shouldn't surprise me that they make them, but I didn't know I've, that. I, I've looked at them because I'm tired of pushing my lawnmower, so I sure. want to get a riding one. And I saw that was it. Cub Cadet came. I know Ryobi has one too, but Cub Cadet came out with a an electric one. I now I haven't delved into it to see because me you know when i think of electric stuff i still think of the old days you know when it would only last a you know a little while right the battery the charged up batteries really weren't they were bulky and and useless but i've used so many uh you know recharge wireless uh appliances and wireless tools lately that it's like it's come so far so i'm willing to give a an electric lawnmower a chance yeah that makes, I mean, to me, that sounds like the fair entry before you go down the car route. Yeah. But it, what you just said is actually what the article was about, is that electric cars are, there are a lot of people that own them, but there's a skepticism still. Yeah. And there's a comfort level because there's a low-lying fear, and you're talking about a really expensive purchase. It's it's a car. It's going to be your primary transportation. Mm-hmm. And the fear factor is, well, what if I... What if I'm driving across the desert to get to a you know, on a long distance trip? Uh, you know, or, or what if I'm in the mountains yeah. or you know somewhere where an electrical charge station, where an electric charge station isn't present, and that's actually the barrier that's causing most people not to yeah. buy them. In fact, that they ranked the concerns of the reasons why you wouldn't, and cost is a factor, but it's not the biggest factor. It's hmm. that it's what you just described, which is okay. You know, we're so conditioned to think that gasoline-powered equipment is stronger. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, my experience is it is. My gas power washer is a lot stronger than my electric one. Yeah. You know? Um, but uh, but I'm fascinated by the electric car. Maybe it's because of the technology, too. Yeah. Because, like, in the Tesla, as I understand, um, and it, it, I, I think, like, Tesla has a crazy long waiting list now, too. It's If you're, if you're going to buy one, mm-hmm. plan on getting it in 2026 or something like that, 2025, whatever. I'm still mo- seeing more of those on the road, yeah, there are nice. a lot. Yeah, there are a lot more of them on the road. But, you know, part of what they build into the technology there is where the charging stations are located. Mm-hmm. And those cars can be updated remotely. Yeah. So, um, and, and do be- all, do you know this, if all electric cars, I guess Priuses and those, do they all have the same kind of charger? That's a good question. I, you would think that they're standard. Or is this like Mac and Microsoft? You know, I mean, everything's if, not compatible. If that's the case, then you're talking about, you know, kind of a waste of a lot of you know Tesla yeah. stations that people for people that don't have them. But my understanding is they're supposed to be universal. So you know, kind of like your gas, you know, 
the receptacle in your car right now, if it's gas or if it's diesel, it's a yeah. different size, you mm-hmm. know, thing. I, I think it's the same concept there. But, um, but, the, but I get, for me, pulling the trigger on it would be, I mean, probably cost first. Yeah. Because most of the driving that I do is, is near town. Mm-hmm. Or I know that that I could I could be near a charging station, but then I think about, for example, if I think if my parents were still around, they would probably never buy it because they wouldn't trust that. Right. There's a gas station on practically every corner in America, yeah. and if there isn't one, there's a sign that says next you know service is 12 miles or 20 miles yeah. or whatever it's going to be. And I think with the older generation too, it, it's also that mental they they were around when the first electric cars came out. Yeah. And how unreliable that was, and how yeah. short of a time they lasted, and it's like, I know you can get stuck in that. Ah, yeah, those will never catch on mentality. Yeah, but I tell you what, if somebody walked up to me and gave me a Tesla today, I yeah, you take it, yeah. all the stuff that Teslas do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the quietness, the the yeah. everything. I you know I was listening to a, a Joe Rogan podcast the other day and he was talking about his tesla now he may he's friends with elon so he may have the full decked out model but he was talking about riding to work in la and he had his tesla on the whatever driver assist mode so he said he barely had his hand on the steering wheel because it was driving and it's like really wow will i ever have enough faith in my car to let it do that yeah but also too it's like he, he and he said he gets in the car he wants to hear something, a podcast, so he tells the Bluetooth to do this and that. And it's like, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. No stress over it. Just, hey, get me to work. Yeah. That, that's awesome. It is awesome. I don't know if if it's going to take a long time before that becomes universal yeah. and affordable, you know. Um, and trustworthy. And, and yeah, and all of those things. And who knows? I mean, maybe that's another generation. It's fascinating to me. I love the idea. What's appealing to me most about it? Is that the only wear and tear is going to be on tires mm-hmm. and, I mean, basically any of the external type stuff, you know? Now they do say that at some point, although it's it's a hundred thousand miles before it gets there, at some point the batteries do need to be replaced. Yeah, I was wondering that. And depending on what model you have, that can cost anywhere from three grand mm-hmm. to twenty grand oh. to replace. And that's, I mean, that's pricey. Um, but uh, but you know I mean a hundred thousand miles, I- unless your unless your job is on the road every single day, it should take you ten I mean, years. what ten years maybe yeah. so, eight years something like that to get to a hundred thousand miles, and um, but the only person I've ever known who had one was really I, I I say he's a friend but he really was more of just a, a close acquaintance, and he got his four years ago, and when he brought it over to show it to me. Um, it was quiet. Didn't hear him pull in the driveway. <laughs> and it's really weird when it, when he pulled out of the driveway. Yeah, it's like if your car was just rolling out because there's no noise, just tire noise on the tire concrete. noise on the concrete. That's it. Um, which makes for a dangerous pedestrian situation. Yeah. you know potentially yeah. too because you can't hear that car coming. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing is he could control the car with the app on his phone, and so. Oh. He would literally. So he I mean, start it up. He could turn it on. That's because you're not really cranking it up. Oh, you're yeah, you're yeah. turning it on, and he could tell it to back up very slowly. No! basic moves and turn the wheels, and he could have it. It would do what he needed to do. Yeah. And then, of course, if you you know, they, you can trickle charge them in your 
carport overnight. If you decide to get a, a 220 receptacle in there, it charges faster than that. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the the difference in, I think, the, with gas prices being what they are right now, it's more of a savings to use a you know but recouping at the cost versus the you know the it's the usual you put up a lot up front but yes. you make it back right over the life right and so you know if gas prices start coming down again that gap gets really yeah you know big again but uh but because of the but with a tesla else. you'll never need that gas yeah and look <laughs> tesla's not the only one yeah, yeah all the major automakers have either hybrid versions right now even in SUVs that they've been experimenting with for a while, which that's interesting to me too. It's one thing to talk about a three thousand pound Tesla. It's another thing to talk about an eight thousand pound yeah. SUV yeah. with batteries in them. And um, you know, so the the hybrid part of it, the, I guess that's cool too because that's, there's bound to be some savings in that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the best of both worlds because you can still stop at a gas station if you need to. And the the hybrids even really charge themselves to a degree. I think even a Tesla can kind of sort of do the same thing, but it's it's not sustained, right? Um, but anyway, I, it just it's well. You're seeing more and more chargers too. I've seen more and more in the airports, um, certain cities. You know, they're in the on-street parking. You'll see an area where there's only there's charging stations, and only electric cars can park there to charge. So at right. least that's coming along more, right? Yeah, and there's going to be more so that you don't have to drive 800 miles between charges. <laughs> yeah, if that's possible. Yeah, but I've got. I'm just going to start studying it more, just so that I'm more schooled on the cost and you know different mm-hmm. models and things. Because look, as that becomes more competitive, that's going to help too. I mean, you know, when you when you only have a few automakers doing it right now in small choices, it's extremely expensive. But right. once competition and the manufacturing process becomes l- less expensive, I don't know that they'll ever be cheap. But you know, but they'll be more within reach of the average, yeah. uh, the average person, and um, and I'm curious to see what Jody would say if I you know tell her. All right, so I'm thinking of going electric. Yeah, I, I really do want to know another jo- gadget. What, what Jody's take? Yeah, take is on that. So. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast.